All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Caspian, and I, of course, have with me Ryan. Yep. Um, I so I feel like we've had little kind of anecdotes of talking about video games. I know we did like a Pokemon episode. We did like the Last of Us episode, kind of talking about too. But um, yeah, I I just have realized the older I've gotten, oddly enough, the more like nostalgic I've gotten for like video games, um, and like just like more intrigued and and playing them and finding them and stuff like that. And I know like you're um, a gaming and simulation major, so I think that that's also just an interesting take. And I I wanted to see kind of like how how you got there and what made you wanna wanna pursue that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. Do you have anything else to say? Yeah, before? well, just personally, I've been getting back into, um, like last spring, I found like Nuzlocke content mm -hmm. <laughs> for Pokemon games on like on YouTube, and just got really into that, and like got really way back into Pokemon. Um, I stopped playing after like Gen Four, so like Diamond and Pearl, mm -hmm. um, and just like have not touched the series since and now i've just gotten like heavy back into it just been like playing replaying all the game boy advance games that nds games that i played when i was younger and now like trying to seek out copies of the newer games which is very difficult which we'll probably talk about too is because a lot of retro games are especially the popular ones are really expensive to get your hands on like an actual physical copy and I hate it it sucks yeah but i'm still like trying to collect a bunch of that stuff so yeah I that's wonder... kind of my perspective on this as yeah. well yeah and i don't like i don't know if we're just finally getting to an age again i, I think we talked about this a little bit we're just like things are nostalgic and now we seek them out oh yeah but it's like and i guess everybody's doing that just because the market is you know through the roof and and we'll get into yeah. that well th there's there's other pieces of it too yeah <laughs> i got some fun facts um but yeah just to start us off i i guess i wanted to kind of just open it up and be like do you remember your first like experience like playing a video game so i teased this for you earlier because yeah. i had to pull a picture of it yeah we'll get to that in a second um but i remember my godfather um coming over to like visit and he was playing like world of warcraft on his mac yeah and like starcraft and i remember so i remember watching him play that and i think that was like the first time i ever like encountered games and then I remember playing some like early like computer games and like that was like really my intro into it. They were like educational games. That's, I don't remember so at all. I, I wrote that down. I personally did Jumpstart, which it was they just were sold on disc and mm -hmm. it like there was a little wiener dog was like the main character in it. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it would just be like educational purpose. Like you you would go through um like a narrative and stuff like that. Um but most of the plane was just clicking around or like answering like what's two plus two yeah. or like what's uh, the synonym of this word um, i had something similar but it was like it looked extremely cursed and was oh, yeah. like just like basic 3d animation of like characters were made from like polygons and yeah. everything was lit like really scarily and stuff like yeah. that yeah so the thing that i had was I had like a Tonka trunk Tonka truck game okay for the computer but the thing that was special about it was it had a keyboard attachment 
Word. So it had this thing that would go on top of a mechanical keyboard. You would strap it like underneath the keyboard to like hook it in. And then it had like a steering wheel on it and like levers and controls. And all the levers and controls would actually do is like, you know, the steering wheel would just like hit WASD in like the right order from like how you're turning the wheel and stuff. But that's yeah, crazy. That's... Yeah, I, I, so that's what I was like pulling up a picture of. So wow. I can show you. That literally just looks like a, like a, a toy you'd get for like a baby. Yeah. Like just to yeah, like yeah. mess around. Yeah, with but like it steward. like strapped onto like the mechanical, the old like keyboard yeah. for like a Windows machine. That's really cool. I, I'm like, my first thought is like kind of surprised because I just, maybe this is a more modern perspective, but keyboards, a lot of them are all different. So it's oh, yeah. interesting how... Well, Maybe there was kind of a more universal one then. But. Yeah, I have no idea. It, like, it's speci- I remember it specifically like locking into the keyboard that we had. I don't know if that was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how compatibility worked on that. I have. I don't think we have this anymore. I have no idea where it would have ended up, but it would have been cool if I still had it. Wow. But yeah, no, yeah I, I remember playing with that thing and I remember like strapping it to the keyboard. Crazy that that exists. Yeah, no, that's, that's really funny. Um, what so, about you? Yeah, some of my first experiences, which I, I also kind of talked about this briefly, um, was just like you could just, I think, buy them anywhere, but it just would be like the RCA cable games where you'd usually just have like a joystick and like uh, like two buttons or something. Like I, I remember one of the first ones I had, it like the little like joystick mimicked like kind of like an old school like arcade like machine or game and it was like pac-man and like had a bunch of just like the retro kind of arcade games on it mm-hmm. um that you just you know plug right into your tv and then yeah, like yeah. just boop, 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 boop. um and i remember like taking that to friend's house and stuff like that um i remember also having a Mill- millennium falcon one which oh, had yeah. like a lot of like star wars um games which i think i i realize now i think we're just from like star Wars games like on the nes yeah i think because like I've, I've gone back and played some of those and i'm like i haven't gotten to the point where like i've seen directly but there's a bunch of little snippets where i'm like i think this is from <laughs> just... yeah i think or at the very least they were probably just like cheap clones that someone made yeah, yeah. um but so i think those were my kind of like first experience you know I, ju- I just think those were really interesting like literally just like kind of a little small console right there mm-hmm. um which i think is really interesting um going beyond that um i know we already kind of talked about um like pc games but i don't not necessarily like i remember getting into like pc games but i remember getting to like flash games and like mm, i'm sure yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. something that like we can a lot of our generation like really got into but um i specifically remember like uh like have you ever played <laughs> like the papa pizzeria no okay so, yeah <laughs> so th- i don't know what the like there's a bunch of like Papa games and they're literally just like diner dash or like you just like work at a restaurant. You have to, they give you an order. You have to make the order and you yeah. serve it. Just typical stuff. But they, there's like one for everything. Like literally there's like a Papa's burgers, a Papa's milkshakes, uh, like literally a whole slew of them. And I remember like just grinding them like for, for hours at a time. Um, <laughs> recently I came across this, like, I don't know. I just, it got recommended in my YouTube and it just is like, um, the lore of Papa's like games. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes into this whole concept of the, the story behind it, which playing them, you're like, how is there a story? Cause yeah, it's yeah. just very straightforward, but really funny. Um, I also really remember getting into like escape room games. Okay. Where it would be 
you literally would just like there'd maybe be like a letter describing like what brought you like i remember there's one where it's like you're like you woke up in a car and you essentially just kind of have to click around to like look for things mm-hmm. to like get you out oh yeah or move around um so i just remember doing those a lot and really enjoying them um yeah it's definitely like more like puzzle oriented but i don't know I yeah i remember really a lot of like action like stick figure flash I, yeah that yeah. was a huge thing too like yeah. snipers like stick man um, <laughs> yeah i i like before we started i like started writing down, down like all the consoles i had and stuff i definitely forgot to add like mobile games because i feel like there's like a big Ooh, that, gap I, yeah, in like my of... gaming like like oh yeah i played like this and this and this i remember all that and then there's like a big gap where i'm like what was i playing in yeah. mobile games yeah. i got and i got like a third generation like ipod touch yeah. and was playing a ton of games on there yeah now that you pointing that out because i while i was making a list too i was like there are just like brief periods where i'm like i, I don't know but that's a good that's a good point um yeah, kind of, kind of jumping to that. I don't know if you had anything else to talk about, like flash games or anything. But if you wanted to, like, talk about like your first console yeah. that you remember having. Yeah, I my first console was a Game Boy Advance SP. Okay. I still have it. Nice. It's working. <laughs> I recently like getting back into to playing games on like old consoles and stuff. I like fixed it up a little bit the the shell on it was like pretty crappy so i like replaced the shell so now it looks better and i've also had to like replace the battery in it because the original one was like not really holding a charge so now it's like working i have the one that's like backlit so i can actually play it when it's dark yeah um which is cool uh i accidentally like scratched the screen like a tiny bit when i was changing the shell and i was like i like watched a video and they were like specifically like hey be careful when you like do this part because you don't want to scratch this and then i did it um but it's fine it's like up in the corner and you can not really see it it's fine um anyways yeah i remember getting a game boy sp and i think i don't remember what games i got with it but i remember one of the first games i got like right after i got it was pokemon fire red and that was like the bulk of what I played on it, yeah. like I did, there, like I, I played a ton of other games, but like that was the game that I played constantly over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I did just want to say something about like the the brightness thing. Mm-hmm. So I remember I ha- I just had a regular Game Boy Advance. It was mm-hmm. kind of like the like clear transparent one where you could mm-hmm. see all the circuits and stuff. Uh, but my oldest sister had a Game Boy SP. And I remember so the Game Boy Advance, like you can see better, like. Or there's no like glowing or anything, so like when yeah, it's, it's nighttime, not yeah, 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 so you can't see it at all. But I remember there was there was times where like she would like say we were on like a road trip or something, mm-hmm. and she'd be trying to like uh, play it during the day, but like the sun was too bright, so it was yeah, like messing yeah, yeah. with the backlit. But then I'm sitting over there like just you know playing as if nothing's happening. But then it would turn night, and then I'd be like, dang it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You um, didn't have the the warm light. Yeah, I don't think so. I ooh. You sparked a memory. I think I did. I think it just was like bulky, so I never like brought it around. Yeah, very much. that that was like the setup for <laughs> for the for like the original the Game Boy Color too, because none of those ones were backlit either. So you had to have the little like light that plugged into the side so you could play it when it's dark out. Yeah, I did want to. So I wanted to see if like you encountered this too, just like with the, like the mobile gaming devices, like um, like I. 
I, I will probably get into it more, but like I so like I had the Game Boy Advance and then I got like a DS Lite. And I remember like really not having many games for it. And I don't know if that's just like parents just being like, oh, they have a console, like not realizing that like you have to like buy games for anything for it. But I just think that's funny. Like, I don't, did you encounter that? I like, had, you, you I had a good amount of games. games. I, most of them were, I feel like it was happened, like half of them I bought myself and half of them I like told my parents I wanted and would get them for like my birthday. But yeah. And and then I think at a certain point I just like stopped buying games. And I would like find some at like garage sales too. Yeah. Um I have like a Final Fantasy game that I've never played for my DS that I, de- I definitely like picked up at a garage sale for like 10 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I've I always had games for and like the game boy 2 i feel i feel like the game boy was even like let the the game boy was like when i was like young enough that i didn't really like have money ever unless it was like my birthday Mm -hmm. so it was just like strictly whatever my parents bought me which was often like tie-in games for like stuff that i liked like i have the incredibles game which is good yeah at least I remember it being good. Mm-hmm. And then I was saying, like, before we were recording, I was trying to figure out which Power Rangers games I had. Because yeah. I had, I remember playing three different ones. And one of them was, like, a double pack. One of them was, like, two games on one cartridge. And it was, like, Time Force and Ninja Storm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Um, yeah. I don't think I ever beat any of these games. Yeah, that's <laughs> that what I, the other I, thing. I am bitter about. So on my Game Boy Advance, um, the only three games, I think like I would sometimes, um, like with my sister that had the Game Boy SP, I think we would trade games sometimes, but I mm-hmm. think her games are a little bit girly sometimes. So I I didn't, at the time, enjoy playing them as much. But yeah. I think one was like Barbie, like Secret Agent. Or Did she have the, the Hello Kitty birthday party game? No, I don't think my so. sister had that one. That one was kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but so I remember having uh, Donkey Kong Country, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've been that game because you have lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you run out, you're done. Mm-hmm. You start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like this is my first like introduction to like just um, rage quitting, <laughs> like just getting yeah. like so mad because uh, like man. So here's something that I I'm I have a feeling you probably experienced. Did okay. you have like a time limit on how long you could play? I don't necessarily remember that for like mobile devices because like I remember kind of doing those in the car. So like, mm-hmm. um, I do remember having that for like the Wii and PS2. Oh okay, I I had it for like the Game Boy and stuff. Okay, so. With most of those games, yeah. it's like they, there's no save point. Yeah. You like turn them on and turn them off, and then nothing saves. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to like <laughs> <laughs> keep up. Um, so that's why, like, I think that that might be why, like, I played Pokemon so much was yeah. I could save at any point and it wouldn't like mess me up. Yeah. Um, so it was like I feel like at some point it was like a half an hour a day, and then it got bumped up to like an hour as I got older. Yeah. But I would like get around it a, a bunch. Um, but I had Bob the Builder Epic. game nice. for the Game Boy Color, and I would play it on my Game Boy, and it was, like, super easy, and I was, like, 
could get to a point where I could almost beat the whole game in that hour time span. Nice. Wow. <laughs> so cool. it was like a game of like, okay, I'm going to sit down and play this game. Can I finish it by the time the time limit is up? No, that's funny. Um, yeah, I do think, I'm, I don't remember playing like my Game Boy like a whole lot. So I don't remember like ever like needing like a time limit increment because I yeah. think we all did just like share our devices with my siblings. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's interesting. That's funny that you like, found your own way kind of around it. To yeah, still get. Oh yeah, I, I, and like hide under the bed. And yeah, play it. Yeah, um, and then I feel like once I got the but my next one, and I'm assuming your yeah. next console was also a DS Lite. Yeah, and like once I got the DS, I like didn't really need to keep the game around because yeah, i yeah. could like play the game boy games on that which was cool yeah no i always liked when like i, I really liked obviously when they when consoles included a way to play the previous one just like i remember there was like the exclusive like i don't know if exclusive is the right word but there was the ps3 that could also play like ps2 games so yeah, I thought yeah that was really cool yeah um yeah i so i think i actually got an original playstation as my first console mm-hmm. i don't I think it was like a handy down or something. Um, and I really only remember playing like sports games. Like I think I had like FIFA like 04 or something and mm-hmm. then like some football game where the graphics were terrible. Um, but then I think um, like someone in, in my extended family got like, I think there was multiple versions of the PS2 released, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they got like the newest one. And so then they like gave me um, their old one. And that's where, like, first of all, I just want to, do you, did you ever encounter, I don't, I don't know if it was only a PlayStation thing, but just, like, the gamer chairs that had, like, they essentially were just, like, a C, and, like, you'd kind of just, like, you just kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, you kind of would just sit in it, and then, like, it would, like, arch around your back, but they had speakers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I remember, like, sitting, playing the PS2 and being, like, immersed i'm like this is the future um sitting in it um but this is where like i i think i definitely like you know first encountered like this isn't necessarily like first person shooter but just like a shooter but i remember playing um battlefront 2 yep game is so good yeah and so similar to like parent limitation i wasn't allowed to play call of duty when like a lot of my friends were same and so, but for some reason, I could play Battlefront. Yeah, yeah. Because it's Same. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so I would I would grind that a lot. Um, I also had like a, a Lord of the Rings: Return of the King game. Mm-hmm. Um, went went really hard. I actually um, have recently um, been playing the GameCube version of it, mm-hmm. and it's been very nostalgic. Um, I also, for some reason, this was like one of my favorite games. I think it was because. To my knowledge, I think it's the first time I ever played synchronously with four people, and it was just this Shrek 2 game, <laughs> um, but you could play with four players, and I remember yeah, like yeah. playing with one of my sisters and like my two cousins, and like I just remember thinking it was so fun. Um, also had a Prince Caspian game, hey, yeah, um, yeah. and it was four players as well, had a lot of fun with that. Um, I don't, did you have a PS2? Yeah, okay. that was, I don't remember the timeline, but PlayStation 2 wii was the next consoles that i had and i think the playstation 2 was first because i remember like a birthday party where my friends came over and everyone was like playing on their ds Lite. yeah 
And then the people who weren't on the DS Lite were taking their turn playing on the PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Some of us were like sports guys. So Madden 07, the one with uh, the Seahawks player on the cover. I think it was Sean Alexander. Yeah. The running back. Yeah. And then Lego Batman. We were big into Lego Batman. Batman. Yeah. I don't think I got into Lego games until the Wii, but yeah, definitely something I want to dive into. Um, I I have a Battlefront question. Yeah. Um, So Hoth is one of my favorite planets. I just think, I don't know, Snowy, it's cool. I really like that battle. Did you ever try to, well, do you remember the Hoth like Battleground? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you ever try and do what happens in the movie by like um, using the little like rebel fighters to... Oh, um, to hook the yeah, and yeah, yeah, spin it around. Can you do that? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so hard. I, I think I remember doing, but I might be getting confused with like the Lego version of it. Interesting. Because I definitely played the Lego yeah. version of that level yeah. on the DS. Yeah. Um, but it is possible, and I would always like challenge myself to do it, and it was the most satisfying thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I don't ever remember. I like vaguely remember there being like a campaign to Battlefront, but I there never is, yeah. feel like I ever played it. No, no, me neither. I just would hop right in. Yep. Um. Yeah, such a good game. I it recently was on like a just like the Microsoft Xbox Store for like two dollars, and I was like done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got it on the Xbox and on the PC, so I can play it whenever I want. That that used to. Be- when I when I had um when I had a roommate, he would like get back from classes at like eleven or midnight or like from the library studying and he would just like sit down in the beanbag chair and then just like fire up Star Wars Battlefront nice. and would just play that. Okay. It was like that or like some Halo games, but it was like just like sit and this was like two years ago. Yeah, and you're <laughs> saying like the original Battlefront. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on the, the Xbox. New- yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Um what games did you play on the DS? We kind of yeah, skipped yeah. over it. On the DS, this is what I was talking about where, like, I feel like my parents just, like, got me a DS and kind of didn't realize that, like, games could get boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I specifically remember I got the DS Lite on my birthday, and then mm-hmm. they, like, took me to Toys R Us to go pick out a game. Um, and I think I got Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, really good until I played, like, the like playstation or xbox version of it i'm like oh my god this version is so much better yeah (laughs) um but yeah really enjoyed really enjoyed that and i loved legos as a kid so Mm -hmm. best of both worlds um i also okay so (laughs) i think really that was my only physical ds game Hmm. Um, I might have another somewhere, but I honestly can't remember it because I think I just was stuck with that game for so long. Um, and then one day, my my oldest sister was in like high school and she had a boyfriend, um, real tech guy. Um, he like yeah. Anyways, he just I think saw me playing my DS one time and he was like, "Yo, like, w- if you could play any DS games, what games would you want?" And I like started just like telling him like a few. Um, I think I just, like, hadn't really gone into, like, any of, like, the Nintendo classics. Like, mm-hmm. so I was, like, telling him a few of those. And he was, like, all right. And then, like, the next time I saw him, he just hands me an R4 card. Yeah. Um, and I'm, like, what? 
and I literally put it in my DS and I feel like I'm like a hacker like, yeah, yeah. because <laughs> I have a bunch of these like he somehow found ways to download ROMs and then on the R4 card and then gave it to me. Um, but on that card, I remember Cooking Mama, mm -hmm. played a lot of Cooking Mama, um, really like that one. Uh, Yoshi Island, which <laughs> I think the ROM was like goofed or something because like I couldn't save. Yeah, yeah. It was the most infuriating thing. <laughs> I would get so far and then like get tired. Um, and then I don't know which Zelda it is. I think we we talked about it one time. Is it Spirit Tracks? You're on a train. Yep. And it's miserable. Yeah. And it's like a memory thing. Yeah. And my yeah. little kid brain could not remember which direction to go at which time, and I would get lost in this in this like fog, and yeah. I, would, I would never know how to get out of it. I never had it, but I think I played it before, like a friend's copy or something. Um, but yeah, that's actually the only Zelda game I played. I wanted to get into like some of the. Yeah, I've DSL. never played any of them either. I started Breath of the Wild on my yeah. Switch, but. Um, for those who don't know, do you want to kind of explain what the R four card is? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I you may be able to explain it better because mm -hmm. you're. I feel like more of a techie guy than me, but essentially, you can. Um, it's essentially just a DS cartridge, but you're able to insert a micro SD card. And on that micro SD card, you can basically format it to have a menu of, you know, whatever you want it to have. And within that menu, you can find ROMs online. And ROMs are basically just the game files for, um, is that specifically Nintendo games? Or can you call it Any anything? Games. Okay. Yeah. Just any game so you can essentially pirate them. I mean, I, at this point, like, I don't, I don't think it's illegal. It is okay. It is yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not recommending anybody do this. Yeah. Um, um, Nintendo really doesn't like it when people do that. Well, <laughs> but they don't make any of their old games available anymore. Yeah. So like. Well, and I guess I just I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's just because the games are so old and like the files are so small, they're so easy to kind of just move around. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Technically, you're supposed to like own a copy of the game to like rip the rom off of it hmm. and like that is legal okay but like downloading it off the internet when you don't own yeah it, like technically that is not legal yeah gotcha um but yeah <laughs> so it's a basically a way to get a bunch of games for free and also very convenient because you don't you know you don't have to have a bunch of individual car like Cartridges, cartridges yeah. you can just have one with a bunch of games on it yep. um yeah anything mm. to add <laughs> no <laughs> um yeah. so that opened a whole new world to me and i yeah. i remember showing all my friends and they're like yo what right. like <laughs> I, I felt really cool um but yeah yeah and it wasn't till i this might be a discussion for later but it wasn't until like i got older and i think this was literally two years ago i found my ds and i was like hmm i wonder how he did that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and started you know doing some research and i won't say anything else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like today that's like really the only way to play some of those yeah. games like unless and i mean i guess we can have this conversation now <laughs> but like unless you want to like shell out like a hundred bucks if like you can't get your hands on a pokemon game that's older than like the 3ds yeah for less i think like the original game boy color and like game boy game pokemon games are like the market price is like 60 bucks ish yeah that's crazy yeah i feel like 
I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with like owning a file of a game. Like I, I, I still think there's like an, uh, obviously the market sees it, but there's still like great value in like owning the like physical copy. Like I don't think that takes away from it. So yeah. like, yeah, no, and also like, I think the the like. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a car ads of like piracies of victimless crime. Yeah. I feel like at this point it is yeah. like if you can't legitimately buy the game anymore, I feel like having going out and like finding a copy is like nobody really cares. Like no one's yeah. coming after you for it, but like it is technically not legal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to move into the Wii. Um, or if you had another direction you wanted to go. Oh, I just wanted to quickly run down my DS game. Go for that it. I, um, the new Super Mario Bros. Basically, the Mario game that came yep. out for it. Um, Mario Kart. Uh, I got Pokemon Diamond with my DS. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister both got. I think it was for Christmas because we both got the gift at the same time. Yeah, so it must have been Christmas. Um, but we both got our own DS Lite, and we both got a copy of Diamond. Nice. Yeah. Um. And then just unlocked a memory when I like found the I was like looking through a ROM website mm-hmm. to like see <laughs> to see what games there were for the DS. And there was one called like Mario versus Donkey Kong Miniland Mayhem. Hmm. Is it it's like a puzzle game. Oh, okay. And like there's like little toy like Mario's that like march and you have to like build the stage so they can get through the stage. It's interesting. Yeah, if you haven't heard of it, it's it's kind of cool. I'm kind of I'll I'll have to show it to you. It okay, might be cool. your vibe. Um yeah, that's there there was another like really weird one mm-hmm. that was um it was called like Spectrobes. Huh. It, was, it was like a Pokemon kind of clone, but more like action. It was like half Final Fantasy, half Pokemon clone that was made for like the ds and like the wii and then that's it it's like died but there was like three or four games i don't know anyways like really obscure one that i played anyways the wii yeah the wii the wii was big i feel like everyone had i feel and that's where (laughs) that was my the first console that like my parents bought for mm-hmm. us like yeah because like all the, like i said all the other stuff was handy down i guess i got the the, the ds light and the game boy but like i think my game boy advance was used i think like the one me and my sister had they like yeah yeah, yeah. was like bought on ebay that was mm-hmm. used or something um but this was the first new console yeah um yeah I my, remember my, getting. my girlfriend who like does not play yeah. video games at all had a wii yeah <laughs> like dude um <laughs> i got a lot of funny funny moments with the Wii. Yeah. Um, I, so I think this was my first, so like I had, I had played Lego Batman and, and I think, uh, so I remember having Lego Star Wars, the complete saga on the Wii. I played it on the DS. That, yeah. that was where, I, but yeah, definitely. I think I, I remember my cousin having, um, cause when they were first, they were first released in the movie increments, mm-hmm. like only one through three and then four through six. Like there was two games, the complete saga. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that was I for remember. like the PS2, and I I, I vaguely remember yeah. playing that, but like I, I never played those on the Game Boy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I so yeah, I played uh, sometime recently. Like I had found like just the the original like set like uh, four through six, and like yeah, I yeah. played it, and it was so clunky. Oh yeah. Um, but anyways, 
so spent a lot of time playing Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I was I was driven to get that one hundred percent. Oh yeah. And I don't yeah. I don't think I, I got, ever did. I got really, really close and then I lost the cartridge. Wow. That's tough. Yeah. Do you think there's dif- differences in the game? I don't know. I've never looked. Interesting. I've I've lost that game twice. Wow. <laughs> For the DS. I've lost two Lego Star Wars the complete source. Saga cartridges. Yep. I have no idea how. Hmm. Like I don't know where they ended up. For, <laughs> um, but I have one. I still have one. So I bought a third one. Yeah. At some point. Um, yeah, that's so sad. But yeah, spent yeah. a lot of time playing that. A lot of time on Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- I feel like this is, and yeah, I don't know. This was very much like, for some reason, was the console that like. I think a lot of times when I play my PS2, it would be, like, with a friend or something. Like, I definitely would play alone, but it wouldn't be, like, as... I'd definitely play more with people than alone. Yeah. But for some reason, the Wii, I was, like, sucked in. Like, I would be, you know, I'd be playing it alone majority <laughs> of the time. Obviously, like, when there's, like, Mario Kart and, you know, Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort, and, like, those are obviously, like, really fun to play with people. But I would even play those alone. Yeah, I would, too, sometimes. I feel like I played a lot of games on there with my sister. Yeah. Um... Lots of Just Dance. Did you ever play Just Dance? I So the only time I played Just Dance was on Xbox 360 Connect. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I played both of them on the Wii and the, the 360. Gotcha. We got big into that. I don't know why. Yeah. You ever play Wii Fit? No. Wow. Yeah. Didn't have a Wii Fit. Mm-mm. There was some like dancing like stuff that you could do on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that being a a lot of fun, like doing balancey um, games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you ever play the Mario Brothers game for the Wii? No, Wii I Super didn't. Mario Brothers. Okay. Uh, I it looks cool. It's lots of fun. You can play it with four people, oh, so like fun. four people have to traverse the level. Yeah. Um, but to like make it so that everyone could go through after like, if you died and your friends were still going, you would like come back. And you would just like float in this little bubble and they could like pop you. Oh, that's cool. But if there was like a part that was too hard, you could also just like hit the A button and you would just like go into a bubble. (laughs) (laughs) And you could just like float through as like everyone else is like trying to get through the level. And that was like my friend's favorite thing to do. (laughs) Just like pop in the bubble. That's funny. Is it the one that had the red case? Yes. It was like Mm -hmm. the only Wii game that had a red case or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, going into we before we started recording, um, I kind of talked about this, but like I, the first game I remember renting, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it was a blockbuster because I think blockbuster may have been gone at well, like a Hollywood video. Well, we had Family Video. Okay, it was either Family Video or maybe Redbox. I don't know if they were doing games. Do you at subscribe this time. to GameFly? No, I never did. I, I did for like. I remember seeing so many commercials oh, yeah. I'd be watching Cartoon Network on that. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. You want to explain that? Like, it was what the like, process is? It was like the original Netflix when they would send out games, yeah. but or when they would send out movies, but for games. That that was essentially it. Um, and they came in, like, late. Yeah. And you could, like, buy the games. to. Get, I think you could buy the discs to keep them from Netflix, right? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that was something you could do. Maybe. I, I don't know. remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, 
But you could like rent the games and they would ship them to you. Mm -hmm. You could play them and then you'd ship them back. Yeah, which is cool for the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't ever remember doing that. But so this was at like a family video, I think maybe a blockbuster, but I don't know if they were still relevant, but it was Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Really liked it. Um, Just like I remember having it a whole weekend and completing it and then never seeing it again. Yeah. But I think I have it. I've never played it though. Oh, it is good. I remember having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, also, a game that I so I, I think we got the Wii a couple of years like later from its initial release. So like mm-hmm. this is maybe like 2010 or 2011 or I'm, I'm getting older. Yeah. So I'm and my dad got for himself um, Call of Duty World at War. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, for the Wii, with the gun attachment where you slide the remote in and then, like, you plug in the nunchuck and it, like, go, you, like, take a piece off, hide the cord, put it back in, and yeah, then you yeah. have the nunchuck. Um, so he would, he would play that a decent amount. Um, and since, you know, it was already there, yeah, I would sometimes play it. Um, and I ended up getting really into it. Um, I still really like that game. It's really nostalgic. Just the story mode in general is really good. Yeah. Um, but so the first Call of Duty that I played was that one. And I literally remember playing online. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so funny. That's like, crazy. Just, yeah. It would be like, it'd be like four on four and like, just in this goofy map. And I'm just imagining, you know, eight guys at home. Yeah. Yeah. Or like aiming with. The, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so much worse. Yeah. Uh, but I, I remember there was like a specific because I'll be playing, you know, in my living room where we have like, you know, like a decently sized TV, like at least like, you know, over a 40 inch TV. And I'd be sitting. <laughs> I remember like I specifically had a spot. So like the couch, I would sit on like the armrest. Yeah. Because I don't that was the like, I guess, prime positioning where the like. Yeah. From the where sen- the sensor yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, remember playing that a lot, and I feel like it would, it should have helped with my aim for other games more than it has. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, did you have any other Wii games? No, I see. This is where like, yeah, I think you your off. thing with the the DS was like mine with the Wii. Yeah, of like I don't remember ever getting games for the Wii. Interesting. Really. I mean like I'm sure I got them but I just don't remember playing them as much. And I think I think this is the point where I started like I said like earlier is like I think I started playing mobile games. Like I think I got an iPod Touch and started playing games on there. Yeah. What are you playing? Clash of Clans? No. Oh. I was playing I don't even know if when Clash of Clans came out so I was well Angry Birds obviously yeah, yeah, that for was sure, huge. For sure. Um we pl- we love me and my friends were big into Dragon Vale. Mm-hmm. It's like you get an island and you like breed dragons. Interesting, just cool. Yeah. It was just one of those games where like you just like you do stuff and then you wait for like however many hours for like whatever the thing to load and then you could like pay money to like make the thing yeah. load faster. Yeah, it was just one of those that. Big game that I like really wish still existed because it was good and it was like insane that it ran on like your iPhone mm-hmm. was a series called Infinity Blade. Hmm. Have you ever heard no, of it? Okay. So. It, it was made by it was made by Epic Games. And they were using the Unreal Engine 
to make this mobile game. So it looked really, really good for the time. Mm -hmm. And it was on your phone. Yeah. And it was like an old, like medieval Yeah, I just saw that. It you, looks like very nice. Yeah. Like, and, and you like fight with like swords. And, and it sounds like crappy, but it looked really, really good on the iPhone. And you like can't get a hold of it anymore. You'd have to like, I don't know, find an iPod or like a whatever ios 3 emulator and like find well, a yeah that's a download like much. there's no way to really to like play it anymore which yeah. sucks because it was cool um yeah that was that was the one that i really wanted to talk about because i was browsing like so you mentioned i'm a csg major mm -hmm. um i was browsing like unreal's like marketplace for like assets mm -hmm. and they have like you can download the assets that they use to make the game and they're labeled like infinity blade assets and i was like it's cool yeah they were they were like six or seven bucks or something like that which was a lot for an app store game but yeah were really really impressive yeah i think it's so interesting that like mobile games were the first to i guess because they were free but we're, we're able to like make these I, I guess scheme in a sense like these money schemes to like get people to pay for things so like 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 you said like the game that you were playing was really like time consuming so like pay 90 gems for it yeah and yeah. then uh, you know 100 gems is a dollar or something mm -hmm. i just think it's interesting like that mobile apps were the first to do that and i don't know if it's because like the market because one any person you know the ordinary person that maybe didn't classify as a gamer is playing mobile games and so, therefore, they're more likely to, like, buy into it. Yeah. Whereas, like, someone who plays a lot of video games, maybe you'd be, like, skeptical of that. But I just think it's interesting that, like, now it's a big deal. Like, now there's, like, a game pass for every game where, like, you pay a monthly fee and you get, like, all these. Or I guess not monthly, but however long the season is. Or you can buy skins and stuff like that. Like, it feels like that was almost implemented after we, like, outside of like mobile game developers were like oh we can make more money in a game but it, it those i will say it always seems like that is more around free games yeah and i think it was around it just wasn't prevalent maybe in our yeah. gaming experience because like a lot of pc games kind of had that okay like i feel like especially like but, csgo or something yeah yeah like csgo and team fortress and like some of those online games where you could like early buy or like you would get like skins or like hats or guns as like rewards yeah and then you could like buy them from people yeah so i feel like that's like the inception of it but then you're right like i feel like the mobile game popularizes it and then from the mobile game it gets brought over onto console which like angers people because it's like you paid 60 bucks for this game i don't want to have to pay an extra whatever for skins yeah. and stuff which I can see, like, why people do that for mobile games. Because they're like, it's free. So, like, might as well. But, yeah. It's yeah. just goofy. So, what are you playing now? <laughs> I will say, I did I did one, one last console I wanted to go yeah, into yeah. before, if that's all right. Yeah. Uh, when I got an Xbox 360. Oh, same. Yeah. So, that was, a, that was a big deal because, like, you know, I, so, like, I think I've already talked about with you, like, I feel like all my game, like, all my friends, like, had already had, like, uh, consoles before me, and I was always kind of, like, getting handy-downs, um, but, like, specifically, like, 
you know, while all my friends were playing like on their PS3 or Xbox 360, like Call of Duty and stuff, I was, you know, playing World at War um, yeah, yeah. on the Wii still when yeah. like, you know, like Modern Warfare 3 and like Black Ops 2 had come out or not mm-hmm. Black Ops, just Black Ops. Um, so it was like really cool when I got, you know, um, an Xbox 360. And let me tell you, I was I was grinding like Black Ops 2. Like, yeah. I, and that was like, I think my first time having the experience of playing with other people too, mm-hmm. because like, there's no like party chat on the Wii or anything. Like, yeah. I'd be able to play like with all like my friends, like on our headsets um, and just grind um, Black Ops 2 for hours. Mm-hmm. And I just remember falling in love with that. Um, I remember also like playing a lot of Minecraft because mm-hmm. that's, you know, I think it came out in 2011 or 2012, and, like, I yeah, think I got... it came to the Xbox pretty quick. Yeah, and I believe I got my Xbox 360 the, like, Christmas in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember getting into also, like, a lot more story-based games. Like, obviously, like, I had played story-based games, but it would, you know, a lot of times be, like, a movie adaption, like I said, like, Shrek 2. And, mm-hmm. and like, but, like, just a, a solely kind of, like, um, storyline from, like, the game exclusively um but i remember like skyrim came with my came with my xbox um i remember playing that a decent amount i, I never got like super far into it because i think my little like pea brain couldn't couldn't always like follow all the tasks where i'd get confused yeah. i remember i remember getting showed by one of my friends um this like glitch where you go into like this place in the mountains where there's like a bunch of monks mm-hmm. and you like go up behind a specific one and crouch and just hit him in the head and you just like level up <laughs> and i just sat there and did that and then i was like max level and everything and then yeah. i never really touched the game again <laughs> um trying to think also i i really liked batman growing up so mm-hmm. one of the first games i think i bought with like my own money was um Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. loved it. Then I played Arkham City, loved it. They're so good. Um, I think the story is really good. I think just like every every, I don't know how to explain it. I'm, I guess I'm dumbfounded in a sense, but I just have never played a game where like, you know, it's so story based, but also just like you, in a sense, is like also a free roam and like. There's also a lot of different like combat um, aspects of it as well. Yeah. Have you ever played any of the Harkham games? I haven't. That's all. I haven't. I haven't played any of them. Um, I own the like double pack that they released eventually. Yeah. For the 360, that's got like um the first two. I don't remember what they're called, but it's got like the first two packaged in like the same package. Asylum and City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't I haven't played it though at all. Good. Um, similar to you, I was like late to the the three sixty PlayStation three mm-hmm. run. I never had a PlayStation three, um, but I like got. I feel like I kind of lucked out coming to that like late because mm-hmm. then I didn't. I don't know. Do you have the white three sixty? No. Like the the one that dies on people. The mm-hmm. the red ring of death. No, one? no. it's still yeah. just like the black. Yeah. One, okay. I think. Yeah. Me too. So I feel like I feel like I kind of like lucked out getting like the newer one that didn't have as many like my console <laughs> like die. Yeah. Um, but also like there's just like a bigger library to like go through. Um so yeah, I remember getting uh 
on like my birthday getting an xbox 360 and like my parents bought like a copy of halo for me and like that's like from when i got it to getting it set up to like whenever that was like maybe eight nine at night till 6 a.m the next morning like that's all me and my friends did was just play halo yeah yeah it it was just like great (laughs) like other than like um are you saying like in the same room or like in? oh yeah yeah like in the same room yeah yeah i i never played online until i got my xbox one really wow yeah because i feel like credit to my dad he was a lot more tech savvy than i don't know i I, like i I feel like he was tech savvier than most people were and like understood how online play worked and was like you are not allowed to do that yeah Yeah, for (laughs) Um, sure so uh, yeah i wasn't like playing online until i got my like xbox one and then i finally started playing like halo online and like that's really it got you um and just like with my friends i don't i don't think i ever like hopped in like games and just like had like team chat on or any of that like i never experienced any of that which is like weird i remember like you know and this is probably what you were protected from but i remember just even when i'd like play be playing like black ops two alone or something i just hop into a party and be like hello like (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and like sometimes people are cool and you talk to them and then like you end up playing with them for a little bit you know Mm -hmm. add them on as a friend and then you know never see them again yeah yeah um but I, I remember having a lot of like interactions with that so i think that's interesting or just like when like if you're in a group of people and like I know in like Call of Duty, a lot of times it's six v six. So like, say you only got five people with you, and then like you're, you're the other randos cool. So you like you take them in and yeah, you yeah. hang out with him for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I I remember doing that. You know, I'm like 13 and 12 at the time when I'm doing that. So it's very young. Yeah. But um, yeah, obviously there's there's just positives and downsides. Yeah, I I remember playing the crap out of Halo on that. Yeah. And then Borderlands Two was another one. I had to like. I was I had to like convince my parents yeah. for all the M rated games at that point still too. So it's like I had to convince them to let me get Borderlands two and like every time I wanted like a new Halo game. Or like Halo I feel like got the seal of approval because yeah. they like got the first one for or they got one for me. Yeah. And then after that I was like, I want this Halo game and they're like, fine. Yeah. But like the rest of them, did you did you have the experience so, of like going to GameStop and like? <laughs> so do you, I before I have a story. Okay. Do you think like will I? I feel like this probably doesn't happen anymore. But at the time, would GameStop really not sell to you if you weren't seventeen? A rated M game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is also where, especially. I remember being able to get around it because I would just purchase it on the Xbox store. Oh, I'd yeah, get it digitally. you can definitely do that. Yeah. So I remember getting around that. I do remember encountering times. I think I did have to do some convincing to, like, play, like, Black Ops 2, and I more was like, I'm just playing with my friends. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, stuff like that. But I remember Grand Theft Auto 5 oh, yeah. was a no, no, no. Like, I... Yeah, same I here. <laughs> and maybe I'm, my parents are going to get me mad if they hear what I'm about to say, but... I remember having my 17-year-old cousin, mm-hmm. uh, I gave him money, and he went into GameStop <laughs> and bought it for me. Um, yeah. And I remember it being a really big deal. Yeah. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, 
like the pressure was on yeah because uh, i think i was like in gamestop too just like looking around or something yeah. um but yeah i i thought i think about that somewhat frequently and i'm like would i really have gotten rejected but i think they did ask for his I, ID, I think they so. did yeah especially for uh, it was a big deal for that game too i remember <laughs> um yeah yeah i got around it i around that time is when i got a pc uh-huh so i just bought it on pc gotcha. i bought it off the steam store yeah know? i still have it i don't think i ever played it that much yeah. honestly i was never really into playing it like i i think i got it on the excuse me i got it on the um i got it on the xbox one too and like i played with like my friends like once or twice and yeah. I, yeah i i have some other funny criminal activity not really criminal activity but like <laughs> kid criminal activity <laughs> with grand theft auto so grand theft auto obviously is just like just a free roam you can do whatever you want i mean there's a story to it but like most of the time i would just play with my friends and you can just drive around do whatever mm -hmm. you want like, there's missions and stuff if you want to do but everything costs money a lot of money yeah. like i'd say like like it's crazy to me like i think so this is where this is also the time where like you can buy you know add-ons for game just like how we were talking about like for mobile games and stuff where like you could buy a million dollars gta currency yeah. for like twenty dollars or yeah. something which is in my opinion and maybe this was just at the time ridiculous because a million dollars would just like get you like a house or a car yeah like that's ridiculous um so somehow the the same cousin that <laughs> that bought the game for me got in touch with that hacker and I PayPal'd him $5 and he gave me like $50 million. <laughs> and so like for the rest of the, the time I played that game, I just was living life to the yeah, fullest because yeah. I could buy anything I wanted. But yeah, I just remember hopping in this guy's game and him just dropping all this money and then I left. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember accidentally running upon that yeah. but not in gta like I, I played payday 2 a lot yeah on pc and i think i definitely got into like a couple of games with someone who was hacking because yeah. i remember like finishing the like a regular game and being like okay i'm probably gonna get like a couple hundred thousand dollars and then it's like here's 86 million dollars yeah. <laughs> and like a bunch of it like my experience for like my level i've jumped from like level 30 to like level 80 in the span of like two games yeah and was like mm, something's fishy <laughs> something fishy is going on here but i don't really care to <laughs> yeah ask questions yeah i think that's really funny yeah um I got to still spending a little bit of time. Do you want to wait for them? I just kept getting distracted. I thought like someone was like looking at the door oh. trying to. I got yeah. you. Sorry. No, you're good. Okay, there they go. <laughs> um. Yeah. What other What other games were you playing? Or I guess do you want to just jump into what what you play now? I got one more. Okay. <laughs> uh, Telltale games. Oh yeah, got really into them. Yeah, uh, Walking Dead. Um, I remember. I don't. I just really like the concept because I think a lot of people are like, "Well, it's not a game. You just kind of, you just kind of sit there and make decisions." But like, I think that's super cool. Like, mm -hmm. I think you're essentially. I mean, you, there is some gameplay and there is like some 
some combat you do, but you know, majority of it is just like cutscene after cutscene, and you're picking what to say. And I, I just thought that was really, really unique and really interesting. And always like stood out to me as a kid. But um, I play. I I think I finished. There's there's four seasons of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. First one really good. Second one really good. Maybe not as good as the first one. Um, third one's okay. And then Telltale went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the process of making their fourth one, and I can't remember the company that took it over. Um, but they had another um, game production company take over and finish it for them. Um, really good, really good way to end it. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I finished it, yeah, sometime last year. Also played the Game of Thrones series. I think they only did one season, but I had never, nor was I probably allowed to watch Game of Thrones, but was really interesting. I really liked that. Um, and I think I talked about this one the other, the other day, but um, The Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting. So, yeah. do you know anything about The Wolf Among Us? No. Um, so, it's based on the DC comic fables, um, where it's basically just fable characters. Like, you, you you play as the big bad wolf, who is a sheriff, and, like, his associate is um, Snow White. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a really interesting concept, and it's been a while, so if I'm... It's been a while since I've played it, so I'm, I might be butchering the concept a little bit. But, essentially, like, fables just, you know, live as amongst humans mm-hmm. um but they're like kind of treated poorly and like put on like rougher sides of just like in like rougher, rougher more like impoverished areas mm-hmm. and like the big bad wolf i think is only like he can only sheriff like problems related to the fable it just there's a lot of corruptness within like the fable community because they're kind of outcasted from the rest of society mm-hmm. um but it's just really interesting seeing I just think that's an interesting concept. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so really good story, really good ending. Um, it literally has been, like, so I think that's just one they made, and then they kind of were focusing on other stuff. I know, like, I think we talked about they did, like, a Borderlands one. They did a Batman one. They also did, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy one. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know. They just were all over the place. Um, went bankrupt, then MIA. Then sometime in, like, I want to say 2021, maybe beginning of 2022, their like YouTube channel just like either tweeted or really they either tweeted or released a video on YouTube that was a trailer for season two um, for The Wolf Among Us. And then they're like, it's probably going to come out sometime in like the end of 2022. And it never happened. And on their website right now, it says The Wolf is coming 2023. Well, cool. Well, I hope so. Um, Coming to PC and consoles. Cool. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's one that I'm definitely looking forward to, and I, I spent a lot of time playing those. And what, what also was fun for me is I would go back and replay it to see what different decisions were, or I'd watch videos of like, because there are decisions that you make that will lead to completely different endings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I always liked, like, after you finish each chapter in any Telltale game, it says, like, um, says what decisions that you made and like what the majority of players do and if you were on the majority or not and then also like kind of i don't think it actually explicitly tells you but it it just it's just interesting to see the different options or how the story can end yeah i remember one of my roommates got big into the batman ones and really really loved the story from those ones um but he was like big into batman um yeah, I I guess I'm like kind of running long here yeah. already. Um, 
but I guess like I I can like understand the um wanting like your decisions to like affect the game. I think my only experience with that was like Dishonored, which was a game that I really really loved. Yeah, like, I, I never got super far in that, so I never I think got into the story. But there's like, it's like, it's not really like decisions that you make. It's more how you play the game. Like, there's different endings if you play violently versus if you play yeah. like without killing people. Interesting. So it was always like a fun puzzle of like, how can I beat this level without having to kill anyone? Which I thought was like an interesting like a totally different way for a video for you to think in a video game because usually it's like kill people <laughs> you yeah. know um that kind of reminds me of hitman not in the sense yeah of, yeah but in the sense of you get rewarded for mm-hmm. minimal violence i played some of that too i played um i think that was one of like they gave it away for like one of the games yeah. with gold yep yep and i would just like play some of the just like i didn't i don't think i played through the story really just played through some of the like free missions and it's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah i, I remember when it was free for those that don't know xbox live at some point i don't know i'm like 2013 2014 i don't know sometime started um if you were an xbox live subscriber so basically you'd have to pay um some fee to like play online for monthly i guess you could do like a yearly plan too but they would basically reward their members by a free game every month and i think it even it's still a thing yeah yeah, yeah it is I, I look at it every now and then yeah um i, yeah. I pay for game pass now so yeah. i just don't even i don't even go on there and yeah, yeah i mean i also just like don't go on there and check just because i don't play it that much mm-hmm. i should probably cancel my game plus subscription at some point yeah it, it is nice though because i like it's like it comes out to like 60 bucks a year i think for gold and then another 60 for game pass i think so but they put like all of their all of microsoft's new releases so all of like the xbox exclusives are just like free if you pay for it so it's like if they release like two games on there a year that i like play then it's like i feel like that's worth it to me yeah I don't know. That's my <laughs> that's my rationalization yeah, for yeah. paying for it. But also, I just like never bought some games now, so like that's the only way I can play it. All right, you want to go to what you're playing? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you asked me. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so there was a period I feel like at the end of high school, I rarely ever played games. Mm-hmm. Like. I'd hop on, like, Fortnite every now and then with, like, a few friends just because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, really didn't. Um, start of college, I kind of started getting into it again. Um, specifically Rocket League. Like, I just, I, it was, like, it was, like, on sale. So then I, like, kinda, and I had a lot of friends playing it, too. And so, like, I kind of wanted to get into it. Um, but I still wasn't, like, playing it a whole lot. Um, and then the pandemic hit yeah um and so then i started like um getting getting into it more um especially like it was a really nice way to like still catch up with friends and yeah and play with them online so especially when like i don't know how much like when the panic first started but like maybe kind of towards the end of 2020 and like 2021 i guess i guess it was during 2020 i'm trying to think do you know 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I think, was released in 2019. Mm-hmm. So that was a game I played a lot with my friends. Um, yeah, I, I feel like most of my gaming started just being very, like, friend-based and just mm-hmm. a way to, like, connect. Like, I wasn't doing a whole lot of, like, story-based games. Um, so I was playing things, like I just said, like Modern Warfare, um, Rocket League, Among Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stuff like that just because it was fun. Um, but as that period has kind of passed and, um, like I've kind of talked about in the beginning, I have gotten in this kind of like nostalgic phase. Um, like I, I recently like found like my, my DS Lite, like probably like last year or something. And that encouraged me to kind of want to seek out some of the like older DS games that some I played, some I never like got the chance to. Um, so that's been really fun. Um, I've been doing that on like, you know, almost all platforms because I've been, you know, found ways to be able to play it and i've been able to play a lot of like old nes games um game boy games that i like vaguely remember um but yeah i i it's still i feel like a lot of times when i play is still very person based i there are times that i kind of like branch out um have you heard the game little nightmares or maybe it's little nightmare yeah it's just like a little platform game but um i remember just it looking really cool and i was like you know what i'm i don't play like I'm not very like diverse on my playing lately, so I'm just gonna like download it and play it, and uh, I ended up really liking it. Hmm. Um, there's a second one that I it was on sale the other day, and I bought it, and I haven't got a chance to play it. But just an interesting story too, and like the the art is really unique as well. Um, and then I kind of did it again, where I think it was kind of over the summer where I was just like, I want to play something like I you know never played before, because I I feel like I have a bad habit of just like wanting to play things that I've already that I like continuously play. Um, and I just like randomly bought, um, this game called Murder House and I've talked about it a little bit on like our Halloween episode, but it's a, it's a puppet combo game. Um, and he just kind of basically tries to re, um, emulate, um, PS2 horror games or just like horror games in that genre. And he does a really good job. Um, and they, again, just feel really nostalgic in our spooky games and yeah. all the sounds and scores like really nice as well. Um, but yeah. 100% the game that I play the most and regularly is Rocket League. And yeah. just because, like, I, I want to say it's probably, like, one of the games that I've got the best at and, like, one that I'm, like, confident in. Because, like, there's a lot of games that I play with people just because it's, like, fun. I'm not necessarily, like, the greatest at it. But, like, this one I actually, like, like playing competitively. Like, obviously not, like, I'm not playing for, like, an esports game, but, like, in the competitive modes within the game. Like, I, I do pretty well. And um, so I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. Yeah long answer yeah um for me uh i think similarly like the pandemic definitely like brought me back in um that like march april may Mm -hmm. at the very start me and my friends would like hop on every single night and we would play either halo yeah we got back into halo 5 and we're playing their like husky raid game mode which is like really tight small maps Mm -hmm. fiesta so random weapons and it's capture the flag yeah so it's just like chaos in the center and it's just a lot of fun we still play it um we started up a new minecraft server on xbox got big into that there were just like tons and tons of nights where like 
friend friendships were close to close to being lost yeah. there was some lava poured <laughs> on some houses um the other f- friendship breaking game was uno yeah we got big into uno and then got into a, a, another big argument about whether or not uno came with our xbox um hmm. i don't know if you know that i i don't think did it <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> it, i guess it did for like some people weird i i but for like I, I don't know. It was just like, it's like a meme that yeah. some people know. So gotcha. I don't know. I didn't know about it until my friend was getting really annoyed that he was like, it comes with your <laughs> Xbox. And I was like, no, it does. He ended up buying me a copy. But anyways, we played that a ton and that was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, and let's see. I used to play Destiny 2. Not anymore. Um, I love the Far Cry franchise, but I've, I've, I've never gotten into it. I've kind of fallen out mm. of touch. Like I, I bought. I remember buying Far Cry Three for my PC and playing the crap out of that. Yeah, I, I've played so much Far Cry Three, and that's like the really good one. That's the one that everybody really enjoys. And then played Far Cry Four. Played a ton of that. Played. Far Cry 5, beat it, didn't like really return back to it. I bought the sixth one and just like have not really touched it at all. I should really like get into it and actually play it. Those like, I, sorry, I've, I've never gone into the Assassin's Creed things mm-hmm. series. Um, I played them maybe like one or two. I really liked, like the Civil War one that I think is oh, like yeah. Assassin's Creed 3, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm so baffled by how they release one every year. And I know Call of Duty does the same thing. I know, like, a bunch of these big franchises do it. But, like, Far Cry is, like, one of them, too, where I'm just, like, I feel like they release a game every year. They don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've started to, but it's, like, recently there was, like, they released Far Cry 5, which um, takes place in, like, Montana. Hmm. And there's, like, a, like, cult, essentially, like a religious cult that just like has taken over this piece of Montana and spoiler alert for the story. The game ends with the villain like nuking America. Mm. And then they put out like a kind of sequel called Far Cry New Dawn. And it was like post-apocalyptic takes place like 40 years after. It's essentially just like a reskinned game of Far Cry 5. And they like, changed out some of the weapon skins so they're like you you have to like find pieces throughout the world to like build yourself like a cool weapon mm-hmm. and then they just like reskinned the like area to make it look like desolate and like post-apocalyptic yeah and like that was really it was just like a repackaging of far cry 5 so like they've done some stuff where like they get them out a little bit more often but they're like between mainline games there is like a good three to four year break in between gotcha but yeah i have no idea how they pump out assassin's creed games because because they they seem a little bit wider in terms of the difference between them yeah um let's see i i said at the start that i got back into pokemon recently um so a ton of roms and rom hacks i got into like looking into like some rom hacks that people have made of like game boy advance games because that's like what i'm like that's been my nostalgia kick yeah of like i need to play pokemon fire red and pokemon like emerald 
ROM hacks that people have made to make the game like harder. Yeah. Um, and then recently I bought a Switch um, following the trend of buying a console and way too late into its like life cycle where like yeah they're probably gonna announce something new within the next year year and a half um but the games that i've played on it have been really fun super mario odyssey blew me away i am not like big into like mario games at all but yeah. i just was dumbfounded at how much fun that was playing through it so That's cool. yeah yeah i haven't played much of that. i mean my my, one of my sisters has a Switch, and I've like played like Mario Kart on it. But I'm not, we mostly just like she just uses it so we can play like Minecraft together because it's like cross compatible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's kind of crazy to. Th- I I'm always like the Switch. I feel like Nintendo did a good job after you know flopping with the Wii U and making a console that I feel like again everybody has. I mean, maybe not to the extent of a Wii, but I do feel like that same kind of like ratio of people that you're talking about that don't game very much like have a switch yeah yeah it seems like people have like branched out and a lot of people have gotten it it seems like i'm starting to get the vibe that people aren't really happy with how the switch has aged like it sounds like there's a bunch of problems with the hardware Hmm. um especially with the joy cons um that's a big issue uh and apparently like the switch lights will just like (laughs) stop working at some point um yeah so it sounds like people have some issues with it which is why i think it's like near the end of its life cycle it's probably going to be like a year or year and a half before nintendo announces a new one especially after the now i'm just getting into nintendo stuff but the the nintendo direct that we like watched Mm -hmm. they like were like look at the new legend of zelda game that's that's pretty much like that was the only like big news was just like finally showing some gameplay or like a trailer for that Zelda game and yeah. there was like nothing else so people are like it's kind of look like looking like the switch is pretty much done and they're looking forward to doing something different interesting I wonder like what do you, you I don't know what would they make like I'm just like the I switch think, is so successful like is it just another version of the I, switch? People, there was talk about a Switch, like, Pro, but it's sounding more like there's going to be, like, a Switch 2, which might be just, like, a reimagining of the Switch that might be more expensive and have better hardware inside of it because the Switch is kind of graphically limited yeah, um, with what it can do because it needs to be handheld and play on the um tv which i think is like genius yeah i think i it's probably the big selling point of it besides it having like all the like nintendo classics but like to have the idea of like what if you had a console that you could like play on the tv and yeah take it with you like yeah really you know um yeah i don't know did you have anything else for me i feel like i wanted to talk about the I mean, like I touched on the the yeah. retro game market just because that's something that I've been getting back into. Yeah, you can go into it. Um, I mean, there's not much else to say other than like games are expensive. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, I like have been trying to track down some of the like um, Gen 5 Pokemon games, so, like Black, White, Black, White, Black 2, White 2. And 
it is like impossible to find a copy that's um under a hundred dollars for black two and white two i was luckily able to find like someone on facebook marketplace that was selling a copy of white for like 45 bucks so i was able to steal that really quickly um but other than that i haven't been able to find anything that's like cheaper and then the other thing is like i don't know how much you've encountered it but i've encountered a lot of like fake games and like have because i got i got burned on like a fake copy of emerald because i was like 13 14 and wanted to like get into playing some of the games on like the game boy advance and the ds that i like missed and was like getting back into video games and like ordered a copy of emerald off of ebay got it played it for like i don't know a couple of weeks and then i fired up it was in like my ds and somehow like the fake Pokemon game or the fake Emerald game like corrupted my diamond save file. And that was when I was like, Oh, maybe, you know, something's not right. And then I like looked it up and it was like a fake copy. So now since then I've always been like, when I'm looking for this kind of stuff, I'm like looking up like, okay, how do I tell if this is like real or not? Um, yeah, I haven't encountered that just cause I'm not, you know, if I'm at a vintage stock or, you know, at thrift stores and I like I do I do look at like or like a we have like gardeners which is like a bookstore but it has mm-hmm. a lot of like records and DVDs and video games um so I do like looking at those stuff um but uh yeah I don't usually like buy them or anything I know like I run in like we we both talk about how we've on our like <laughs> our YouTube reels or I don't even know what yeah, it's yeah. called algorithm have like encountered like a lot of retro game stuff, including like DK oldies and also people opposing DK oldies. But I know there's some DK oldies where like they're like they hand the main guy like Joey like a box and he's they're like which one's fake and then he talks about it. Um, I I will give them credit for that mm-hmm. because it seems like they are knowledgeable about how to pick those out. So it's like if you are okay with overpaying for a game yeah. and like well in order to like ensure that it's authentic then like cool go for it but like it's kind of like everything is so overpriced on their website i will say i i saw one video Mm -hmm. i i don't know anything so take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. but this guy was basically so dk oldies um i guess had a video where they're like this ds or this game boy i think it was an sp um is fake and here's why blah 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 and they like show the show some like sticker on the hardware or something um and then they like burn it which is weird yeah but um anyways a guy is like reviewing it and he's like that's not like yeah that's not um the traditional like game boy sp but that's like an exclusive like japanese one Um, that there was like a really limited release yeah um so i don't know if that was true or not but yeah you're funny (laughs) funny if it is um yeah Yeah, not to say that they're not good at identifying games and stuff yeah well i mean games there's like especially for the big one is like the eye pokemon oh (laughs) oh well i was just saying that like the big ones that turn up a lot of fakes are pokemon the more popular games for like the game boy advance the game boy and the ds are like the big ones yeah because those are the most expensive ones and there's like 
telltale signs of like it doesn't have this it's a fake it doesn't you know whatever which is like kind of hard to tell when you're like shopping on like online like yeah online auctions like ebay um well and also ebay people can put different pictures yeah yeah um but yeah it's interesting um yeah and I like, especially, you know, I'm sure there were, like you said, like when you were a kid, there's fakes, but now I'm sure there's even more fakes because these things are worse so much of people trying to like probably scam each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's, people. it's nice if you like, I've been like browsing uh, eBay to like try and find like stuff that people who don't like really realize what they have. Um, yeah. Or just like, at least are like fairly pricing it. Like I'll buy it if it's like fairly priced, yeah. um, which like some people are. And then some people, are, it's nice. Some people are like honest about it and are like, these ones are real. These ones are reproductions. And you can like tell, you know, in the images. Uh, I don't know. It's just crazy to me that like, it's so expensive. I mean, and part of it, I'll share my little Nintendo fun fact that I, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't remember where. I can't cite my sources on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, essentially, but I guess Nintendo was. I don't know if they still are. It doesn't seem like they still are. But at, I mean, for some of their games, I guess. But it seems like Nintendo was always really good at not making more physical copies of their games than what would sell. So they never like lost money on games and that's why if you like go out and like try and buy like a copy of like mario kart right now for like the switch it's still like 50 bucks hmm. it's because they just like didn't make way too many of them yeah. so there's not like um what is it there's not too much supply yeah and the demand is still like the you know there's not too much supply for the demand Mm-hmm. And they've always been really good at that stuff. Essentially, is what you know. I've gathered from whatever sources I read this on, but yeah. that's why that's part of the reason why a bunch of these old like Pokemon games, some of the Legend of Zelda games, stuff like that, yeah. that are were popular and people really want them. There's not as many copies out there. Yeah, and we also just have the realistic understanding of time is passing. Yeah, and with yeah. time passing, more and more limited. Yeah. Um. So I was I think about that even when I'm like watching like DK Oldies where they have this huge you know store and um, inventory of these like vintage stuff. I'm like, but will it ever end? Yeah. And I, and I guess in the sense it won't end because you know, in ten twenty years the Switch will be like a a nostalgic and old piece. But it is just it's interesting to think about like, especially you know when we're at this age. I I do think like I want to make sure especially like when I have my ROMs like I still have like all the files like on my on my computer just because I'm like I want those like yeah, if, yeah. if you know if someday Nintendo makes it a lot harder to like get those or just anything you know I want to be able to have them because like they're they're meaningful and they're, like, they're very nostalgic so yeah I, I mean we kind of had a version of this conversation on like the episode where we talked about Criterion Channel or yeah. cri- Criterion Films and like my fascination with collecting like yeah uh physical copies of like movies and stuff because like you don't really know how streaming rights work and like at any point your digital copy from amazon of you know whatever they can just be like oh sorry we don't have the streaming rights to stream that for you anymore so your digital copy is no longer going to be available to you yeah 
it's like, I don't want that. I want to be able to like watch this <laughs> whenever I want to watch it. So I just like buy a physical copy of it. And it's like kind of the same deal with this, but it's a lot easier to get yeah. a digital copy that you can actually physically have on like a hard drive. Yeah. It's a little bit harder to do that with movies yeah, and yeah, stuff. For sure. Um, but yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had anything else to say, but I was, if not, I was just going to ask like, because you're a computer gaming and simulation major, like, was there a specific point that, like, made you want to pursue that? And and maybe I, I could be misremembering because I think you were just trying to be a CS major, but then that kind of changed coming here. Um, so my original intention was to go to the University of Washington for computer science. Um, their computer science program is competitive, so you have to, like, apply to get in after you've applied to get into the school um it was kind of a screwed up system that they've since changed but i was kind of on the i kind of drew the short stick on that one because they like were in the middle of transitioning how that system worked when i applied so i like went in and was like oh i don't know if i'm going to be able to like actually study the major that i want to study yeah which sucks um and I didn't get in, <laughs> so gotcha. that's why I am here. And I like, but along with that was also like, I was getting really involved with their film club and was watching more movies and was getting more, like was watching movies more and more and getting more involved with that and like helped um, some friends make a short film and like all of that, like kind of made me think, okay, I still want to do computer science stuff because I find that stuff really fascinating and interesting, but I think I want to apply it in the arts form Yeah. because, you know, whether that's video games or film or um, whatever, there's ways to apply your computer tech know-how mm-hmm. to the arts in some ways so that was kind of the transition it wasn't like specifically games it was more film gotcha um, no, that makes sense. and visual effects but yeah that's kind of how it ended yeah up I, th- I think the the name of the major is like a little bit misleading in that sense yeah it I, is well and <laughs> not misleading but just very direct yeah i i i have problems with the <laughs> the um program here but i won't I won't get into those. (laughs) Um, But essentially, like, I think with the more that I've been playing these retro games and, like, I'm taking a class right now that's, like, we're talking about... um, This is, like, the first time I'm taking a programming class that's in a... uh, What do you call it? Um... Now we're going to get into like the technicals of video games at what, like an hour and a half in. (laughs) Um, So when, when you're coding things, um, some code will compile and run on like Java, for example, is the coding language that I'm more familiar with. And that like most of us at the school here are taught. And when you compile the code and run it, it's not actually running on your machine. It's running on a Java virtual machine. Um, The class that I'm taking now is in C++. So when that code gets compiled, it's actually 
compiling to a binary executable that's actually running on my like computer hardware. Okay. So all that to say, I've never had to think about some of the things that the programmers of these old retro games had to think about when it comes to like memory management and like especially with like some of the cartridge games where like there is you have very limited memory like you were talking about how many of these games you can throw on like a little um, yeah I, I have two gigabytes and i have probably over 25 games yeah and like i think most of the Game Boy Advance ROMs that I've downloaded yeah. um, have been no more than like maybe 15 megabytes, yeah. which is like a modern, like a Call of Duty game today is like 100 gigabytes, yeah. which is like absolutely insane. But just like I'm, again, <laughs> I'm like the point I'm trying to make is I'm gaining a lot more appreciation for how complicated some of this stuff is. Yeah. Um, all of the, the the class that I'm taking is called game engine design, and we're like thinking about all the possible um, like design problems that come with making games and making a platform for someone else to make a game. And there's just like a ton of things that I've just like never ever thought about, and it's just like made me have like a deeper appreciation for like video games and how especially the like old ones where it's like they are doing so much with so little yeah that it's just really really impressive awesome yeah that was really interesting to hear um and i feel like i never just even being your friend i feel like i never really uh knew an answer to that question so just why you were interested in that so that's awesome to hear um i thought one funny thing would be to end on and it's all right if if you <coughs> Might not have a whole lot, but I we both have our DSs, so I yeah. thought maybe just picking like a goofy ROM that we have and like maybe talking about it real quick or 